This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. What is up? I attempted, I guess, to start uh, a fire before, right before getting out here. Don't worry, I do that every day. <laughs> whenever, whenever you have an opinion on there. And and honestly, uh, you you gave me a really great piece of advice uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast. And I'm trying to remember exactly what you said. But when it comes to like conversations on social media and Twitter, you can't have those all the time. And I'm learning the hard way. Sometimes when you do have an opinion, that might be outside. She from put it back up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm aware my fiance put the Steelers thing back up. It's going back down. This is going to be a constant fight. You have to just look at your surroundings before you you sit down and you'll see it. It's bad that I'm staring right at your wall and I don't see it. So I, I apologize. Yeah, what is this? No help. I know. That's that's, that's a fail on me. Uh, but yeah, you know, you can, sometimes you can't have an opinion on Twitter. And we, we, we learn the hard way when it comes to draft picks, free agency, and other players. What fire storm, uh, storm did you start today? I... Uh, it, it's like coming out as a communist during the Red Scare in 1950 or whatever. Uh, I said that I would probably pick B. John Robinson over any of the tackles that I think will be there. And there's a, you know, there's a large <laughs> movement. Running backs don't matter. Uh, never take a running back in round one, which I don't really understand why five picks later, that would be considered probably a pretty good pick. But at 28, it's like, no. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think Bijan Robinson is a top 10 talent in this draft. He's got that. I, I wouldn't say top five where I didn't, I've only done this a couple of years. My top fives that I've I think the only ones I've ever given out were um, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and Penny Sewell all in the same year. And, uh, well, Chase and Sewell both are elite talents by, like, their second year. <laughs> Chase in his first year. Uh, Pitts, I don't know, maybe we'll get there. He looked good his first year. Uh, but, yeah, he there's a tiny bit lacking. Like, it's not a no doubt he's going to be one of the top ten running backs in the league, I think. Like that's not a no doubt thing. That's certainly in the realm of possibility. I have a, a few small questions, um, but other than that, like this guy to me, probably eighty percent chance he's at least good. If you think like bust, solid, good, great, and maybe even elite. Twenty percent chance elite. Say thirty percent chance great. I'm already well over. Uh, that's fifty. Thirty more percent chance good or solid or whatever, and then I don't know. 10% chance of bust. Somebody do the math. I probably left something out there. Uh, but I really don't see the bust potential that much other than like an injury type thing um, because he just, he comes fully loaded, solid, just has the vision. He's so you're not getting Trent Richardson. I don't think um, he can pass protect. Well, that was surprising. Usually these guys that are five stars and they've been um, like the, the, best thing that's walked their middle school, high school grounds. They don't get asked to do that. They're just kind of like, we're going to hand you the ball 300 times this year. <laughs> You'll take a rest the other plays. Uh, but so he can pass protect. He can catch the ball. He can track the ball down the field. I saw him catch a deep uh, rail route, which is like a wheel route down the field, about 30 yards downfield. 
He could do all of this. He can give you everything that I feel like the Bengals are missing. They don't have explosive plays. He can do that. He, they don't have a guy that can create a lot of yards in the passing game while also being a great pass protector. He can do that. He can do everything that it feels like they're lacking, but you don't take him because he's a running back. And instead you have to take, it feels like on Twitter, at least you have to take one of the offensive tackles there uh, in a mock that came out today from Daniel Jeremiah is pretty plugged in. Although I would say it's probably early to really take that um, with take it with a grain of salt. But I mean, the guys that were there, I think it was Dewan Jones, Anton Harrison, and Jalen Duncan were probably the three. I haven't watched Jalen Duncan, so we can just remove him. But Dewan Jones and um, Anton Harrison were the two offensive tackles there. And they both have second round grades for me. So why am I not taking a top 10 talent over a round two offensive tackle? That would be my question. But I think you have the same mindset the Bengals front office has right now. And obviously winning over People the- aren't going to like to hear that. <laughs> I just think people don't agree with me and that's fine. I just think that the running and I do think people are right that back five years ago when you're taking Saquon Barkley at number two. Yeah, that's that's not a good move. That's a bad business decision. That's when positional value comes in. Don't take running backs that high. But when you get to pick 28, when you're outside the top 25 is what I think. When you're outside the top 25, your chance of getting like a dude at that spot are pretty low. Like it's not zero or anything, and it's not even like ten, but like twenty percent chance you get a dude there that is as good as Bijan is at running back. Bijan is just such a safe bet with such a high ceiling. The main question with him is just what's the value of a running back? Is it okay to take in the first round? To me, yes. Um, I feel like to most people, at least. <laughs> A lot of smart people. I don't know. Like, I know I disagree with a lot of people that are smart. I fully respect their opinion. I am just on the other side. And that's okay. That creates good discourse, I think. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think if I can get a top 10 talent, the a blue chip guy in this draft, one of the guys in this draft that five, 10 years ago was going five overall, why, why am I skipping him just to take a round two talent because the positional value is different? Yeah, and I think the conversation, you bring up a great point. You're picking 28. It's not the top five right now. And I hope it's like that forever, as long as Joe Burrow is in town and they're not even close to the to the top of the first round. But I think the mindset with running back is, you know, a lot of people feel a certain way. Those salary numbers come out, how much they're going to pay Joe Mixon this year if they don't yeah. restructure or cut him. You can have that conversation about a running back in the second 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 contract that, that you're mm -hmm. about to the running back yeah. and maybe you move on from him and okay. i even think the second contracts are starting to get more manageable with aaron jones at like 11 million that's fine i also the wins above replacement um that pff does who i think are one of the main people that push like running backs don't matter but they had interior offensive line around there i think they had defensive tackle around there like that it's not like running backs were zero and then you know a tier above that was interior offensive line, all those things that I don't fully agree with the idea that interior offensive line isn't important or anything, but I'm just saying that even their own statistics that they are coming up with, I don't know who did the war uh, wins above replacement, but it still says running backs. They don't, they don't not matter. They're just not as valuable. They still matter. And especially in an offense, I think like the Bengals where they're trying to play everything deep. How awesome would it be to check the ball down and get some 50 yard gains from a guy making something out of nothing. I mean, you had me at pass protection. 
<laughs> I think I think that's what everybody does, and that's why um, when people bring up uh, Jameer Gibbs, so I think it's smart. He gets in the right spot. He just gets railroaded at times. I don't think they're going to like that too much. Bijan's yeah. 222 pounds. He doesn't get railroaded. He's smart. He gets in the right spot. When he picked up uh, what's called a cross dog, two linebackers, the two off-ball linebackers, one goes one way, the other wraps around him. This is something most running backs struggle with. P. Ryan doesn't. But, like, Mixon kind of struggles with this. It's hard because you're supposed to pick up that guy, but now you have to change because they they switched uh, roles and you're picking up the other guy coming through the A-gap. He did it perfectly. I was like, okay. He knows what he's doing. There's a little bit of like, maybe get a little bit out there, a little further out there to pick the guy up so you have more room, maybe play a little bit lower. He keeps his hands inside, which is nice. He's, it's good. That, that's, that's the thing is that his pass protection is good. The other guys that are good at pass protection, oddly enough, the other Texas running back, maybe it's just their coach that really drills this in them, but Roshan Johnson is probably the best in uh, college football at pass protection. And then out of everybody else, there's like nobody else I I had as like a plus pass protector. I had guys I thought were fine or guys I thought could develop into one. Um, but most other guys were just like they either didn't know what they were doing or they weren't didn't have the technique or uh, size to be able to do it. And sometimes both like Zach Evans. Okay, because one of the things I feel like we do when it gets close to draft week and the offseason is we like to compare players. You see it at every position possible. When you think of him as a running back, is there anybody else in the league that you would compare him to? Ooh. I don't want to be too lofty. Mm -hmm. I... When I watch him, the traits and the running style to me match up with a Le'Veon Bell. Um, when you think of the pass catching, the pass protection, he's got awesome vision. He's patient. He makes dramatic, big cuts, which um, my first thought was Arian Foster. Arian Foster glided. He was a guy that he, it's, it felt like no loss. He wasn't shifty stop start. He was like smooth change of direction. Uh, Bell was more shifty stop start, more powerful type running. Um, I had somebody actually compare his running style to Adrian Peterson. I don't think he has the same athleticism, which is one of my questions is just, I think he's, I think he's like a four, four flat guy. I don't think he's like a four, three flat going to have six 70 plus yard runs in a season. Like I think he does get caught from behind sometimes. Um, and some of that's him being 220 pounds. Cause back when he was 210 pounds, he got away a little bit more. So there's a question there, but yeah, Le'Veon Bell. He was a little bit, a tiny bit off the top end speed. Um, but which that's similar to what Joe Mixon was, but Joe Mixon couldn't pass protect. Like that's always been his issue. Le'Veon Bell could pass protect and Bijan Robinson could pass protect. And I think Bijan is faster than both of those guys, just not in the Adrian Peterson level of fast. I saw um, Nate Tice uh, compare him to bigger Jamal Charles. Okay. Most people are going to have high, high comps on this guy. It's like when you look at a Jalen Carter comp and it's, I don't know. But you, Probably. you, bring, you're, you're hype on him. You've watched yeah. me a video. And the thing is, you're one of those people, you're going to be completely honest. And, and it is February. We are almost into March when we really get the combine results, the pro days, and we'll really get to see how teams really start to feel about him when it comes to numbers. But at the same time, I, you know, bring going back to that point of how the Bengals front office thinks. 
if you're maybe 50% of the fan base, you're thinking offensive line, no matter what offensive line, but the Bengals front office thinks of playmakers. I mean, you could go back to when it was the top five pick and, and Panay soul, he's going to be, he is a great NFL player, but they went Jamar chase. And a lot of people were like, what are they doing? There were memes out there thinking this team was making a bad decision. Joe Burrow's coming off his injury. And yes, the offensive line still needs more work. For me personally, I would feel better picking up an offensive line in free agency. That's expensive, and I know. And eventually you are going to have to draft Jonah Williams' replacement at left tackle in the future. Jonah Williams will be the left tackle this season as long as he is healthy. Uh, Right tackle is a big question mark. We don't know what's going to happen there. But as a front office as the front office mindset and your mindset right now i agree you got to go playmaker and if it's not tight end but but here's what's going to happen here's it's going to be draft night it's going to be thursday night and he's going to start to go down the draft board and he's going to be yeah like the bills take him at 25 bills are going to say that's exactly what i was just about to say the bills i don't think the bills the only reason i think the bills won't do it is because they drafted james cook in round two last year so that feels like a really big mismanagement of resources. Like if the Bengals cut both their running backs, you can even bring P. Ryan back on cheap deal if he's cheap. I do think he has some interest around the league. Um, but if you could bring him back for like three, four, maybe even five million, I think you're doing a fine management of resources. This would mean Mixon's gone. I don't yeah. think you could bring him back unless he wants to come back at like $3 million or something. Um, which, no, he probably doesn't, rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, it's not like a mismanagement of resources to me just because they haven't – you can get out of all the running back money. And now you you aren't spending a lot of cap on running backs, and you spend a high draft pick on one, but that's all. You're not spending a ton of cap there, um, and it's just the one draft pick. And it's a late first-rounder. To me, 28 is much closer to being a second-round pick than it is to being a first-round pick, even though it literally is a first-round pick. You typically don't have 32 first-round talents. So you're into the next pool of players. I think whenever you listen to a lot of draft guys, they, they talk about how, like, I've got 20 first-round talents in this draft. That's basically what it is. Like, I think a top 25 pick is different than pick 28. And I know that's three pick different. That's where I'm drawing the line. Really, maybe it's top 20. And now eight pick different makes sense. I don't know. But it's hard to have 28 good players. And I also think this draft class is a little bit weak. Do you feel like he would be there at 28? No. I am coming out as a <laughs> I'm coming out as a running back truther all over a guy I think gets picked at like 15. Like I do think that running back is devalued enough they won't take him top 10. I think somebody falls in love because he's a complete product. If this guy couldn't pass protect or if this guy, you know, the vision was spotty, he liked to bounce things. If he just made the big plays and he didn't do the small stuff, I think maybe there's a chance he falls. If he was Brees Hall, he falls. But he's not. He's Bijan Robinson, five-star, uh, number one uh, running back coming out, top five recruit of his class, dope, he, ninth in Heisman voting, uh, semifinalist two uh, last year or two years ago, whatever it is, 2021 semifinalist for the best running back in the nation with the Doak Walker Award, and then last year won it. He's a much better um, prospect than Brees, and Brees went at like. 38 so i don't see it happening but i just want to make the case i and you are free to let me know your thoughts on this like i appreciate any pushback i'm not somebody that's going to get mad at you for challenging my thought process on this just have something that isn't just running backs don't matter like okay (laughs) you're not gonna convince me they don't matter at all is i guess what i'm getting at here especially in the Bengals' offense where it's 400 plus touches a year 
hey, I want this offense to be balanced again. And there's a run game problem. I personally feel like they need to get that back. And uh, yes, they have decisions to make when it comes to Samaj P. Ryan. Maybe they get him back on a cheap deal or maybe they restructure Joe Mixon, but I'm not guaranteeing a restructure. And I want to get into more of the contracts and, and the offensive linemen when you look at some of the draft prospects and more about another favorite on Twitter, Michael Mayer on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.